Welcome back to another dreadful episode of the Roblox Podcast with Andy, Cap, and Coop. And today we are joined by the Hall Monitor, JP, and we will talk about three things and three things only. Those three things being throats, hallways, and jacking nudging. Stay tuned. What is up, everyone? Like we said, we have a massive treat for you. Obviously, it's Seton Hall week. But regardless of that, one of my favorite humans in all of the Twitter sphere, my boy, JP Carlissimo. JP, thanks for joining us. What's up, boys? Glad to be here. It's always a blast. Always a blast. Legitimately, and I'm not saying this just, just to jerk you off here. Legitimately, maybe, especially this week, my favorite person on Twitter. You know, I was, like, thinking about it today, like, trying to, like, talk shit, like, leading up to the game. But, like, I just, like, I don't have any in. Like, I just don't even care enough to talk shit against you guys because, like, it's no fun. Like, I like you all too much. Like, it's it's no fun. That's what makes you it just more settled fun. with the poll, the poll of how to pronounce the school. <laughs> right. You know what? I don't know how that happened, but someone from Xavier totally, like, hijacked <laughs> my shit because no one outside of Ohio pronounces it that way. I'm sorry, but they don't. No, they don't, dude. There's these north, there's these northeast things, and we're not one of those northeast people. I think us, Creighton, Butler, might be the only few that aren't like northeast. But like, anytime I go on a podcast, it's just tournament, Xavier, like all these northeast words. Uh, so I can't even get mad at them. I don't even correct them because I'm not trying to be a mid major bitch. But like, there are just <laughs> I, I do love I love that accent though. It, it cracks me every time I hear tournament. It gets me hyped. I just can't understand why after all these years. They keep like we just can't shake the Xavier, and it, we Xavier is tired. It's and not sex, sex Xavier but, needs to be wired. That's sex, true. Sex Xavier and Sexton Hall facing off Wednesday night. It's about the fucking bang at six oh nine p.m. We gotta make that shit happen. We gotta make that shit happen, man. And then I think it should be illegal for John Fanta to never call a Seton Hall Xavier game. Should I know, illegal. right? That's so amazing. Should be fucking illegal. So. Before we get into all of our stupid bullshit, I have been heard. Uh, people are telling me in my ear that there's a big announcement coming out of JP Carlisimo's camp. Huge announcement, actually. Um, there's been some rumblings on Twitter for months now that JP would make his Cincinnati, uh, whatever you want to call it, this uh, this winter. And I'm happy to announce I have 100% committed to attending Cintas Center on February 26th for the Seton Hall at Xavier game. I will be there in the flesh. <laughs> Cannot wait to rip up Dana Gardens. Where are you going? What? Where are you going? Xavier? No, 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 no. It's Xavier. Oh, okay. With an X. With an X. Oh, I was trying to make sure. But holy shit, massive breaking news. On respect the his decision, por favor. Yeah, respect Correct. my decision. Always respect the decision. It came down to Omaha or Cincinnati, and I just thought, you know, Cincinnati was the best place for me and my family. God, did it really though come down to Omaha or, or X? Uh yeah, pretty much. I'll take. I was like, I, I was like, been to Omaha. 
I respect your decision. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, how am I going to turn down like a nice little weekend with the boys, you know, just ripping, you know, the Cintas, rip Dana, like the whole nine yards, just like everything's getting ripped. I just don't think that Cincinnati's ready though. That's my biggest concern. Well, we're going to have to get them ready to get ready. So, all right, all right okay. so boys, real quick, let's game plan. So, what are the must-dos? Obviously, he's going to hit the crib up, hit the chill spot. We'll talk to Gabe. Dana Gardens is a must. Obviously, he's going to be in Centos for the home kill. Kobe, get the fuck out of here. Does Kobe have any thoughts idiot. on this? Dude, he hasn't He hasn't touched this fucking toy all day. Dude, bro, is mad excited. He heard the news. He, dude, he knows, bro. He knows when I go on a podcast. He pisses me the fuck off. Dude, it's so funny. But anyway, so – Fellas, anything else on the must-do list? Obviously, we're going to do the Skyline Chili, fucking off with John Fanta, all that kind of fun shit. Is there anything I'm yes. missing? I'm thinking Cintas, Dana's, Chili, eating contest, and then chill spot with the boys. Have you been to Cincinnati before, JP? No, nah, first time. I've only been to the land. First time. Okay, gotcha. So, um, so don't be alarmed when you uh, fly in. You're not flying into Cincinnati. You're actually in a completely different state. Dude, um, it's so, so funny that's, that because like that's I was literally a shock like, to people, honestly. Dude, it really was. I was looking up on the map and I'm like, I'm like looking through Cincinnati. I'm like, all right, like, where the fuck is this airport, dude? <laughs> I'm like, I don't see it anywhere. And I literally just type in CBG. And I'm like, oh, it's in like Kentucky. That's wild. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's really fucking yeah. weird. <laughs> it, it throws people off. I used to pick people up at the airport like for my job, and you know, like Google Maps when you cross like into a new state, it'll say, "Welcome to Ohio," and they'd be like, "Wait, yeah. what?" Like, yeah, the airport's in Kentucky. Like, are you serious? And, like, a lot of people, for whatever reason, like, if you're not from this area, don't know that, like, Ohio and Kentucky are, like, right next to each other for some reason. They think Kentucky's, like, way far south. They're like, what? It's, like, mind-blowing to people for some reason. But um, other than that, I think that's probably going to be outside of, well, for you, since you're going to see Xavier win. Um, I think the most exciting thing will be just like getting to experience two states within like a few minutes of each other. Well, technically, like, okay, yes, uh, within a few minutes, he'll be in three different states that day. Road yeah, Peninsula, that's true. Kentucky, and Ohio. Yeah. Well, Actually, I got a layover in New York, so uh, four. Oh, four different states. Five. Help Rhode Island. Rhode Island is a, of a direct flight to CBG. <laughs> I had to literally stop in New York. Took like a twenty-minute flight. <laughs> That's insane. It's a Big East tour. Big day for the kid. Big day. Massive. I'm gonna get off. Get off. Go see Fanta. Eat a couple of hot dogs. Get a beer. You're gonna I'm get off. Up. Wait. You're gonna get off and then see Fanta. Or Fanta's no, no, gonna no, get no. You eating off. a hot dog. Fanta's gonna literally meet me in the airport. We're just gonna get a dog and have a beer. Just you know. Okay, so you're getting off out. with Fanta or without Fanta? With Fanta, me and Frank. Okay, getting off with Fanta. Okay. You and Frank. Okay, Frankie, we got to talk about Frankie Fanta. Because Frank Fra- Frankie, Frankie, Fanta, Frankie Fanta shut down Twitter for like a whole day. JP, I think it was the only thing I wanted to talk about. You and I just went at it, had a huge fucking dialogue. Fucking mind blown, bro. How have we, how I'm we not going to lie. I was literally pissing my pants at that picture you put up. I mean, that was like Xavier <laughs> basketball Twitter. And then it was like John Fanta's middle name is Frank. <laughs> I probably had <laughs> that for about a good two or three minutes straight. Oh, I love you. I love the fact that, like, I'm not even bullshitting, bro. I always look at, like, every fan base, and I'm like, if I was a Seton Hall fan, I would hope that my account would be what your account is. Like, I honestly <laughs> fucking love you. I love what you fucking do, man. Like, I-, I feel like we just are, like, literally, like, one of the fucking same. I love it. 
the beauty of being a Seton Hall fan is that we interact heavily with Providence and UConn because they're close by. I mean, St. John's too, but like, they're like just so miserable all the time that I even fun to like make fun of. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. if you say anything negative about UConn or Providence, like forget it, forget it. Like it's like, everything is so personal with those people. It's hysterical. It's so funny, but dude, your guys' fan base is fucking loaded. I, I've been saying this forever. Like you got pantalones. I'm, I know I'm forgetting a lot of fucking people. But Seton Hall's fan base, especially from a Twitter perspective, unstoppable. Like from where we're standing, we get a pretty good it's not crew. even close. It's not even close. We we've got a pretty good crew, and plus, you know, Fanta's a sneaky Seton Hall burner. That is true. That's that true. is definitely true. And then you've got the Sexton Hall logo. There's just a lot going, uh, a lot going for that brand. Absolutely. And, and the founders of Horny Big East, like there's. Yeah, five exactly. stock I love you. I love you, Jimmy. Came from came from you guys. I mean, Thank Seton you. Hall is yeah. contributing to Big HBET Bob. as about as much as anybody. I, I like to think it's us two. It's us two in a class of our own as far as HBET's concerned. As far as I'm concerned, HBET was born in Newark, New Jersey. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. But I like to think that Seton Hall and Xavier have the two horniest fan bases in all of the Big East. I completely agree with that. No That's question. Thing, like, is, he talks like a lot of like big, like old Big East fans are kind of just like, yeah, you know, like with the new Big East, it's like there's the East Coast teams and then there's like the Midwesterners. But it's yeah. like Xavier almost like kind of like their fan. I know I did it again, but their fans just kind of like fit into the whole <laughs> shtick with everybody else where it's now it's just like, okay, like Marquette Butler, like whoever, like, I don't care about you guys. Like you guys suck. Like cares about Marquette and Butler. Yeah. Like, I care more about Creighton than I do Marquette. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Any Midwestern team is going to win the Big East tournament. It has to be Xavier. If it's not, it just sucks. It's it's only I, want Marquette, I want Marquette to suck because of anonymous. Dude fucking blows. I know. He's like the only presence they have, and he fucking sucks. Imagine being that big of a pussy. And everyone's somehow blocked by him. Like, someone mentioned him or something in a tweet, and so I clicked on it, and I have never interacted with him, and I'm already blocked. I think it was last year or the year before, was just blocking everybody. It must have been us putting players in the that account. square graphic or something. And and obviously, we're doing just like Big East bullshit right now, but like, it seems like they – we're, I think they might be under new ownership because this year they haven't been too, too bad, to be honest. But, like, last year, such pussies. Such legitimate gaping pussies. That's Which aren't always a bad thing. I mean, it depends on, it depends on your style. Andy, for you and me, uh, the small dick crew, not a good thing at all. Um, yeah, it's but, like but throwing a hot dog down the hallway. You're goddamn right it is. And that's a not hallway. Too many corn down hallway. Oh, hot dog down a Seton hallway. Sounds like a good nice. time in Cincinnati, boys. Which, Sounds like a good fun, time in Cincinnati. Fun fact, in Cincinnati, there is a high school called Seton. So you can literally throw it down mm-hmm. a Seton hallway. These these fan bases are meant to be together. We might do it so, for the vine, honestly. <laughs> and hey, what? real quick, while I, this is fresh on my mind, so there's a big thing here called the Xavier Way. I was wondering if on uh, your end of the continent, if you call it like the Seton Hallway. No. Like, oh, like we practice free throws when we're tired. That's called the Seton Hallway. No. Do do Seton Hall fans have a weird – go ahead. I was wondering as a child growing up um, rooting for Seton Hall and stuff, were you ever confused just by the whole hall thing? Because I remember being a kid and like, Literally, Seton Hall, like, I imagine one singular, like, almost like a trailer, like, just one hallway. That's the entire university. It's like, oh, it's Seton Hall. Like, it's just one hall. Like, there's, like, three classes or whatever. So, like, I'm still not 
sure that that's not the case. Um, I was wondering if that ever confused you or if it is indeed just one singular hallway. Yeah, it's literally like South Farm Institute of Technology. It's just one long hallway back and forth with classrooms mm -hmm. and dorms. I mean, like there's no other building. It's just one building, one long hallway. It's like a mile and a half long. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. So That's just like what the, I figured. I love that. It's like the Great Wall of China, but it's just like a bunch of classrooms. Exactly. Great Wall of China. It's beautiful. The puns write themselves. Fucking art, dude. I fucking love it. So if you're listening to this podcast, this is random, but I need you to at John Fanta into fucking oblivion because we're trying to get him down for the Seton Hall game for just epic content. I mean, imagine combining our whole Xavier fucking bullshit, JP Carlissimo and John Fanta. Like, obviously, we'd have to do like a live Twitter space together, some crazy bullshit. But if you could add him into oblivion, we're trying to get a chili cheese Coney contest together. Uh, and we got one K count in the building too. So just trying to make it an epic fucking night. We have to do this. If JP's going to come to town, we got to roll the red carpet out, make it a legit, unbelievable experience. So if you can just help us with that and just blow that, blow the Menchies up, make it happen. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in, all right. Cut yes. Do it. Yes. Just listen to him and do it. Fucking do it. Okay. So JP, let's actually get into some content here aside from our fucking bullshit. So biggies as a whole so far. We'll obviously get to our two shitty teams here in a second. What has caught your eye so far? Just watching the Big East, obviously around the league. What's fun, what's been funny to you? What's on JP's mind this beautiful Tuesday night? Oh, man, I just want Providence to lose. <laughs> Be unlucky one time. Be unlucky <laughs> just, one just, time. Just have one rim out, yeah. please. <laughs> you know, better yet, come how down many, to New York and play again. Come on, how many do you Come do the same. How many D one teams are there? They've been the number one luckiest team in Ken Palm. Like, by a wide margin for a while. The luck thing on Ken Palm is, like, one of those things that's so funny because it's, like, if you've watched the games, you know and you understand that they have been super lucky. But to have, like, a number next to it to quantify how lucky they are makes yes. it any time funnier. That's the and, whole thing. It's just, like, the fact that there's the insecurity. A, yeah. I love it. I love that lucky Providence just entirely shut down Big East Twitter for an entire day. I, like, couldn't get it. <laughs> that was awesome it's always so fun because like they take everything so personally like i was saying earlier like it's it just makes it so easy I love but it. and they're gonna lose in the first round and then they're literally not gonna be able to say shit hey man i'm happy for them someone's brought to my attention today i guess in uh providence history they've never been a biggie's regular season champ so they got a shot to uh knock that one off shot up so that, that's why they talk about making the final four of the biggest tournament all the time makes sense mm. makes sense so yeah. big any any so obviously lucky Providence fucking phenomenal holy shit Marquette shock smart they might be a fucking problem, uh but it's just been interesting and why don't you talk about kind of where Seton Hall fits in right now and kind of how you guys are as a fan base what your guys are thinking, I mean it's just kind of weird like everyone on Twitter knows about the January swoons now like it's a public known fact but it's like this year has just been so stupid like they've come back they play with seven guys they probably would have at least split that first week. They start 0-2, so it's like, all right, whatever. And then, like, they start to get healthy again, and then the Marquette thing happens. Bryce Aiken hasn't played since. Like, it's just been a really weird yeah. year. Once they get everyone, like, back, like, I still think they're going to win the biggest tournament. I still think wow. they're the best team in the East. I don't have any qualms about that. They just haven't been able to, like, string anything together since December because it's just bad luck. Yeah, I, I feel like there are a lot of parallels between Seton Hall and Xavier. I remember just, like, being like, holy shit, every time I'd look at, like, a Seton Hall, like, result. Like, I remember going to Michigan, like, I think they're number four in the country, and I was just like, holy fuck. And then I remember you guys picked up another win. I'm looking at your schedule. 
I went to ESPN and typed in JP Carlisano and didn't get any fucking results. Like, what the fuck? I was trying to. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> I mean, I, Brutal. I, I, this is some Stop bullshit. Just, just read my mind. I mean, I mean, Jesus, it's 2022. Um, but I feel like there are a lot of parallels. I think there are two really, really good basketball teams who have just kind of lost their mojo. A puppy who lost his way, if you will, might describe uh, both these basketball teams right now. Yeah, agreed. But I mean, no I think like starting to see like Seton Hall starting to come back to life a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't really know about Xavier. Like, I know they got a lot of stuff going on too, like with getting bodies healthy, like just staying consistent with that. Like, it's just really been a mess the last two years with COVID. Like, you can't really expect any consistency when there literally is none, you know? And yeah, no question. Bit, and for a little bit of perspective, to put a number next to it, Seton Hall is the 247th luckiest team in the country. What's Xavier? <laughs> Xavier is the 145th. Hey, dude, you guys are so fucking lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just running on luck right now. Can you, you know see who not? the most unlucky team is? Can you sort, I, like, yeah, I, I guess that'd technically be highest be to lowest? People got to know. My bet's on Michigan. I'm betting Michigan here all day. That's not a bet. I'm going to Neak College. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're Division One too. I'm betting Akron. <laughs> Could not. Now, before, while he's looking this up, team. I hope I hope it's Notre Dame. That'd be hilarious. The That'd Irish, big, yeah, they're the least That'd luckiest. Rutgers. Actually, just say it's Notre Dame for like the joke. No one's gonna fact check this. You're right. Yep, it's definitely Notre Dame. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's not UC Santa Barbara at all. <laughs> UC Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Oh, the rich get richer. You know, I just realized, JP, Seton Hall is better than Kansas. That's wild. Really? Wow. See, no way. Seton, Hall, Seton Hall beat Texas, who beat a Kansas team. If so facto, better than Kansas. That's impressive. Just so, like, they're four years through the court. Five years, whatever it was, but five years. We're only, we're only better than Duke, so I think Seton Hall is better. Everybody's better than Duke. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just it's worse than an ACC team. Oh my god, dude, that fucking conference. Being what did you think about too. Mac, bro? The kid from UCLA? No, the bald head coach. Just much oh. like yours. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on the guy. He's he's pretty good. That's the next topic. That was you know. Topic. Fair enough. So, all right. But the funniest thing for me, aside from fucking Lucky Providence, has been Kevin the excuse maker Willard. What the fuck is going on? That's so on brand for him, though. Like, people don't really realize it because, like, they get, like, caught up in, like, the successes with tournaments, stuff like that. But, like, he's such a whiny bitch. Like, it's so <laughs> funny. Like, whenever, like, he'll just, like, talk. Like, they could literally play, like, whoever at Walsh. And, like, he'd be like, oh, I hate playing him. They could win by 50. Oh, I can't stand playing him. Like, all right, dude. Like, tough shit. You have to play there. Like, I don't care. Like, Every coach is going to, like, at least, like, complain a little bit. Like, it's all on brand for everybody for the most part. But, like, he takes it to another level so many times. And it's so annoying as a fan. He's just like, dude, shut up. So, and, like, oh, on it's that, so funny. On that topic, like, I mean, the, the key to not whining and being labeled as a whiny bitch is just to have a pre-scripted post-game press conference like our coach does. Mm. Oh God! Honestly, they should they should let Kevin Willard talk. The, mo- the most generic the game, they should not let Kevin talk. <laughs> I love how much you just go at him though. I fucking uh, it's so fucking funny. It'll be about literally anything. And what's up with man's wearing suits? What what the fuck's going on? 
No, I like it. I like it. Willard's wearing suits and Wright's not? What the fuck is this? All I'm Wait, saying Willard's is Kevin Willard. Suits? Kevin Willard is not meant for a quarter zip. It's just they don't agree with him. <laughs> he looks really figure? shitty at a quarter zip. Maybe he's, he's, he's just not a quarter zip guy, dude. He Fair does enough. not zip him up. He's not. He does not zip him up. He he will be wearing a suit tomorrow. Hate to see him up. Jay Wright needs to start wearing suits again, though. It's kind of creeping me out. It's been way too long. If Nova's gonna it's come like back, when you see like your teacher at the grocery store as a kid, and it's like, what the hell? They're not dressed up. I'm gonna say it's like, uncomfortable. Like, I don't even, I don't even yeah. need to see Jay Wright in a tie. Just give me like a jacket and a, and a, and a nice button down. That's it. That's all I have. I don't <laughs> ask for much. And you I'm can't wear like a, lot, a Rolex man. with a quarter zip. That's just weird. I'm just going to say these biggies teams need to get it going now because Jay Wright is doing this without a suit and UConn's doing this without their fucking tongue out logo. So we got to get it fucking popping because if Jay Wright starts wearing suits and they start going throwback, we're fucked. It's a two, it's a two man league at that point. Absolutely. You can't disagree with that logic. And also I thought it was so how, how funny is it every single time UConn loses to Villanova, they got to get us now. Soundbite. (laughs) (laughs) Age is like a fine Fucking wine, bro. I fucking love it. I absolutely love Bluff tweeting that immediately after the game. Narrative. Got the they little edit at the end, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Narrator. They did not have to get them that. They really did not. Oh, I fucking – I love it, dude. It's so funny. Hurley's a fucking psychopath. I do like Hurley. I, I think he's good for the league, though. Like, I like a little crazy. Oh, he's electric. He's electric. I like, like Between crazy. him and Stubblefield, we have two of the most electric coaches in the country. Oh, Stubblefield's the oh, guy. Dude, let's get a real DePaul stuff. update because I think that JP and I, as much as anyone, are carrying the rank DePaul train. Just DePaul stands as, as we all should be, um, giving them the proper respect they deserve. Little DePaul update. I think Stubbs is the guy. I'm going to be honest. I agree. Well, he's going to be – he is the guy that's going to get them back to a solid program for – To set them up. To set them up for a guy like yes. Dave later to come in and take over and take him mm-hmm. over the top. Right. He's putting the ball on the tee to, to, to totally crush the trilogy. Because it's got D-ball. D-ball on DT. God, you're fucking beautiful. Did you watch him mic'd up, JP? Dude, of course. <laughs> I would have missed that for the world. He was Dude, his awesome voice. In the huddle, man. I could not play for that guy solely the, for the fact that I would just lose my shit, bro. I <laughs> well, love when he like was a- just – there was this one where, like, they come into the huddle and there's nothing but silence for, like, seven seconds. And then just this raspy, toughness! Like, oh, my God, dude. I, his comedic timing is unmatched. Guys, guys, guys! <laughs> He's got the least talented team in the Big East and all he talks about is playing hard. I fucking love it. Every single time out. How do you keep a straight hard. face in that huddle as a player? How do you, how do you look him in do the it. It's the voice. It's the voice plus the content, dude. You can't beat it. Oh, and it's like it's it's repeated when when in game, it's repeating just yelling out blue or black. We're blue. <laughs> blue. The black. <laughs> dude, could you imagine that guy's throat after a game? Like, oh my god, he must just, like have to drink like so much like water. Like that poor guy. Like, like he's an old guy True. too. You know, that's what like, I do after a True. basketball game. Is I just sit there and think about yeah. Tony Stubblefield's throat. I mean, Coop, now that oh, we're wow. talking about it, I'm thinking about it. Hey, yo, but I mean, Coop, three random things, throats. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, got that it's one. A, it's on, so we open up a show not by anything normal. It's just by Coop saying we're going to talk about and we list off the three most random things we can think about from the podcast. So throats is definitely going to make it. Oh, yeah, that's nice. definitely in there. <laughs> Specifically, nah, maybe we could. Uh, what's that song? It's called Throat Baby. I don't remember who it's by, but oh, baby, yeah, I know. Look at it. Yeah. 
maybe Does, that could be like that. We'll, we'll have to do a power rankings later. I think so. I think Tony Stubblefield has the best throat in the Big East. I'm gonna say. I think it used to be Chris Mack, just because of the presence of the uh, <laughs> top three. Top three, not three, or top three and is three. Top three, not two or three. Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, that, that's, that's definitely agree. Definitely agree. We'll rank our throats later, obviously. You know what I would love to see, just because we're on topic. I would love to see a mic'd up UConn versus DePaul. Jesus Christ! The battle of the screamers. Oh man. It's beautiful. The Battle of the Screamers. <laughs> the strongest throat made the strongest throat. <laughs> Which I do think um I do oh, think Stubblefield's throat would win because it is deeper. But uh Hurley might have given run for his money. Oh no, dude. Hurley's, Hurley's pretty used to getting shit stuffed down his throat. Hey yo, hey, yo. I mean, we're all thinking it. All right, I gotta yeah, ask this yeah. question. So I'm gonna ask you a question and then wait, you wait, can ask- is that what he meant by it's coming? <laughs> it's 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 nuanced humor around here obviously jp um so course, i'm gonna ask course. you a question based off of your name and then i'm gonna open the door for you to ask any question you know like in Step Brothers, like you know what why don't we ask you the questions you know what i mean that can be a fruitful technique so i'm gonna ask you a question because your name is jp carlisimo so the the question has to be asked how do you feel about a certain jp mccura <laughs> JP was honestly like the most annoying dude ever when he was at Xavier, <laughs> but like I kind of like like as like, now that he's gone, like I kind of appreciate him. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of yeah. like the football version of like Tom Brady. Like once he left New England, like everybody started to like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's was like he that best. annoying, or did we just hype him up on our own heads? Or was he like that fucking annoying to everybody? He was just like I don't know. Like he was just like that guy. Like it wasn't even about like the fans at that point because like. I don't know. I wasn't even like really on Twitter yet. Like Twitter wasn't really like a big ass thing like back then. Like it was like right. kind of, it was emerging. It was an emerging market. But like, HBet um, was HBet was a fetus back then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, do you, how but, well do you remember the tip dump? I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you you got to get used to going on the road, JP. This is this is territory. You know, those Xavier teams were like so annoying. It was like. I was like, man, like, I don't know who this school is. And, like, they just consistently come in here and just whoop we us. Were na- we were nasty for a minute, man. Like, we were definitely – we had a good little stretch there with Mac. That was a good little stretch for sure. They really nasty did. teams. Yeah, Trayvon and JP were a hell of a combo. Um, okay, now you can ask any fucking question. It can be a question that sucks ass for us. If you don't have one now, it's fine. But if no, I'm we'll asked stick, about we'll JP, with, I got um, We'll stick with Xavier. What's your What's been your favorite, other than the, the Joey Pub one seed team, uh, your favorite Xavier team? since realignment that's a good question i think that's it's no been be, for anybody too yeah it's got to be to me the the two seed team uh we got a two seed in the tournament that year when we had like james Farr, jalen reynolds uh trayvon was a sophomore um that team was just i don't know if you remember that team super well edmund sumner if you remember edmund sumner ed xavier um that team Lee was just Boy. so loaded that team was so loaded man but that's the year we beat villanova for the first time when they were number one in the country that, that was probably our deepest team the the team that was like most prime to make a huge run. Um, and they're, they're, they're just the most balanced team that we had. So that, that, that made it a lot of fun. I'll say my favorite one was, I'll say the year after, because I love the electricity of Malcolm Bernard um, <clears throat> sparking a run with this halftime, halftime speech. Like this random dude from UAB just mm-hmm. being crucial in an Elite Eight run. Florida a Oh yeah, Coop. Yeah, Coop, Coop, right. what, what is your favorite Xavier of New Orleans team since since realignment? Uh, Xavier of New Orleans. Um, they haven't been realigned in a while, 
So right. I'd go with the 2018 team. I believe they uh, ended up going right around 500. They made the um, what is it? The college basketball insider.com tournament. Um, unfortunately, they their bus broke down, so they couldn't make it. They actually did not play in it, but uh, they bathroom. still got credit yeah, for still. making it. That's yeah. my favorite Xavier of New Orleans team, really, since they got um, realigned back in the before I was born. Um, <laughs> Wonderful. We're talking this uh, Xavier University of Cincinnati Norwood. Um, I would say my favorite team, other than the Elite Eight team, would have been last year's because it reminds me that not everything will always go your way. Sometimes you might think, wow, we're on the right track. This is it. Absolutely. Oh, shit. But I'm, I'm a humble guy, and I like to be, like, reminded, hey, just because you think you're there, there's still work to do. You're They're good for life lessons. Make tournament. It's a life lesson that you can grow from. You think, okay, cool, five games left. They need to win one game in the tournament. I even tweeted, ticket punched, caps lock. I remember and, that. Uh, that that was a curse that I set on this program, um, and I'm still waiting to um, reverse that. And I believe that that is what costed Xavier the tournament. So I that so therefore that was my favorite team. Insert video of Asians kicking each other in the nuts here. <laughs> That's next Love level. It. Absolutely. So before we get into the game, and I'm gonna be honest with you, JP. Whenever I get asked to go on another podcast and it's just like we're playing a team so they have me on their podcast, I think it's the most boring shit fucking ever. It's just the most basic-ass fucking questions like who's scoring the most points and who's the – like I think that shit's boring. What are the keys stuff. to victory? Keys we to victory. Know. Who's your X factor? Like, bro, What's people on TV – People on actual TV said the key to Butler winning was scoring the fucking ball. You think I fucking know <laughs> keys to fucking victory? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, so we'll get to the action. Yeah, the make fucking shots offense. Thank you. This guy fucking gets it. So if we're being too out there, you can say the fucking word. We'll get back on actual game talk. We're fucking morons. But I love what I love your take on bracketology. And I am for one blasting, blasting, blaster. I'm a big blaster. Blasting CBS fucking March Madness music every single day since the start of February. I can't. I'm. I, don't, I think my brain thinks it's March. It got warm randomly. I, I don't know. I think it's. I think I think it's March. What's your take on brackets, bracketology this early? Love your take here. I mean, like, sure, like, you could post them, I guess. Like, they're a good, like, measuring stick, but, like... Unless you're Mike DeCourse. Like, Seton Hall fans, Seton Hall fans, like, this week, right? They're like, okay. Like, after the last week, they're like, okay, like, where do we stand now? And I'm like, dude, like, we're playing Xavier and Villanova this week. Where we stand right now, where we're going to be on Sundays, two completely fucking different things. Like, so what does it matter where we are right now? Like, there's still so much season left. Why are you putting so right. much emphasis into where are you now? Like... Don't get me wrong. Like, I appreciate, you know, like some guys like, you know, like Lucas is really good. Like Brad guy, Dave's really good. Like there's some really good bracketologists out there like that actually know how to do their job. But like a lot <laughs> of it is so stupid. Dude. Like you don't need to be putting out brackets in February because it's going to all change like so fast. What I love about bracketology, first of all, it's the number one scam in all of scams. Like they have the, they have the world by the ball. <laughs> Imagine having a job where half of your job is automatically done for you. It's crazy. Like literally, you're already, it's like take, it's like taking a test and half the answers are already right. It's literally it's already a 50, 50 chance. <laughs> it's so fucking easy, dude. They're, they're they're the biggest part of their job is to get the bubble teams right. So it's like they're looking at eight to twelve teams. Yeah, and you, you just gotta might, get yeah, it's so some sweet. of those right, and you did yeah. a great job. It's so tough. awesome. Like Mike DeCourt yeah. today was like, I got sixty-seven out of sixty-eight right last year. I was like, all right, nice. You did that the fucking morning of the selection show. 
and you had to pick, like Andy just said, eight teams. You had to pick right. eight, ten teams, whatever, dude. Like sick, awesome. There are like sixty locks, bro. Like I, this is so <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, it <laughs> comes down to like two or three teams essentially every year that are like, oh man, how did this team not get in? How did this team not get in? Like every year, like two or three teams max. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want your grade out of sixty-eight. I want your grade out of eight. Here, here are the bubble teams I got right. That's what I want to hear. I don't want this. I yeah. don't want out of sixty-eight bullshit. Get out of here. The Thirty-two teams get automatic fucking bids. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm more impressed with people that are getting things right in February, like January, right. like exactly. you know, that are early on. Like they're like, oh, hey, like you need to pay attention to this team because this team's going to get in. Like right. that's more like impressive than saying, oh, I got this on selection Sunday. Guys, I got all the one seeds right last year. Dude, nice. <laughs> wow. a boy. I'm proud of you, pal. All right. This is my last question before we actually talk Seton Hall, Xavier, uh, the two slumpiest teams in the Big East. Gotta have a slump buster, by the way. Okay, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Can we can we turn this to a Georgetown slander podcast real quick? <laughs> yes, dude. Is yes. that is that okay? Is that okay? That's our love language around here, Georgetown slander. You, why don't you just go? Because we've set our points. My, can you just go on a Georgetown rant real quick? So there was a tweet today by uh, CBB on Fox that was like, "What are your like um, parameters for storming the court?" <laughs> I literally just tweeted if Georgetown wins, they should storm the court. <laughs> like, that is where they're winning again. Like, it's so sad. Oh shit. Eleven losses in a row. They have about three hundred people packed into a high school gym. Like, oh my god, that was the most embarrassing moment in Georgia. So oh, our, fans saying, our fans are saying that the DePaul loss is a like a bottom, like a rock bottom in Xavier history. Like that's some fucking bullshit. That Georgetown game is a rock bottom. <laughs> That's a rock I bottom mean, right there. As someone that roots for a team that lost to Georgetown twice last year, losing <laughs> to Georgetown is rock bottom. You lost to Big East tournament champions, Georgetown. Yeah, like, yeah that's a, some respect on their name. Not winless in the Big East, Georgetown. That's a, that's a very, very fair point. Very fair point. I can I imagine losing to winless Georgetown. If I'm a Big East, you know, brass person right now, I'm just making sure that everyone at Madison Square Garden knows who Patrick Ewing is. We do identity checks every Wednesday. Make sure you're familiar with this guy because uh, obviously that's going to change. That's the only way that Georgetown wins a game is if someone forgets who Patrick Cameron is. That's the only one. And he suits up and plays. That too. He's probably honestly would be the best player on that team if he played. <laughs> that's not a crazy take. That's not a crazy take. I'm going to be honest. It's really they, not. It's just kind of sad, but it is such it a is. waste of space. I, I We talk about this a lot too. It's like, and we'll go off this Georgetown shit because it's not worth our time. But like, when, when the Big East aligned, like when we, you know, first started this new conference, Georgetown was in a pole position, keyword pole, we love polls, was in pole position to honestly maybe be like the blue blood of this conference. You know what I mean? With yeah. the name recognition they had, they actually weren't bad when the Big East started, when the new Big East started. Um, and just to see where the fuck they are right now is unbelievable. It's pretty crazy the drop up that they've had, but like I've heard like some people that like a lot of it is like just because of like the school in general. Like DC is full of crack pipes. So like I've heard like a lot of people saying that like Georgetown University is like I don't even know like where to describe it. Like it's fairyland, dude. Like really. So like it's hard for these like these basketball players, these inner city kids to want to stay there from like what like some people that like I know that it's like saying like I don't know. Like I've heard some crazy shit about Georgetown. Like you know some non-repeatable shit. Um, but like it's just it's <laughs> just a better time than the Roblox podcast. Does that have to do with throats? It's true. I heard so I'll 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 blurt one thing. So this kind of like just kind of shows where Georgetown University is. So someone um, that I know 
uh, was saying that their, their, I don't know if it was like their kid or whatever the fuck it was, but um, it was a student at Georgetown and they enrolled in a class for the spring semester called Queer Power. Oh, wow. Love it. Had me oh. a queer. I've never heard of anything like that at a college level, but that's just kind of, you know, just, just throw it out there. Like, like I said, you know, a lot of it is just really off the rails shit. And that's, you know, an example of, of one of them. But Is that know. the North Carolina class where you just automatically get an A? That's exactly what it is, but at Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> is but like, I went to North Carolina, it was like typing 101. <laughs> right. It actually, I, I how do I, how did he sign up with it without knowing how to type? I got to talk to uh, our boy. I got to speak to our guy, Ron Jostein. I wonder if well-embedded moles can confirm that Ryan Matumbo is asking people want a sex Matumbo. <laughs> he should be. And do you, do you think that Jack Nudgy start asking if people want to, who wants to Jack Nudgy? Yes, mm. he absolutely should. I think that's the inspired version of who wants a sex Matumbo. Just walking to I mean, that's the, that's the wired Nungy. version. It is. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. This fucking, I love, I, mean, I, love I sex would Jack Nudgy before I sex Matumbo. <laughs> Put it on the poll. Put it on the poll. We'll put it on the Roblox poll when we get off here. That's next. Andy, if you want to do it now, definitely do it now. Would you rather Sex Matumbo or would you rather Jack Nudgy? I would much rather Jack Nudgy, to be completely honest. I'd like to think that we're going to get 90% plus Jack Nudgy. I would hope so. Probably, yeah. As of Xavier podcast, I think you'll have a hard time getting sub 90%. <laughs> We think we're a Xavier podcast. We have the intention of being one, but we don't actually like. We just make jokes, okay? It's not even about the basketball team. It's literally just about the blue block. That's all. That's all. Blob Andy used to be the blue blob. Andy is like blood related to the blue blob. That's true. It's in the fucking genes. Yeah. All right, and then the last thing before we actually get to the game: what is your March Madness routine like? It's opening weekend. It's that Thursday. What do you do? Where do you go? Who are you with? What's your March Madness routine? Man, that's a good one. I mean, typically for I'm like first weekend, I'm, I'm just like watching games in the office. Like, so like being home is pretty dope. Like I always got, I got dual monitors working at all times. So like, of course, you know, one model would be solely dedicated to, you know, just games, you know, it'll be nice to get back into March Madness this year. So that's a plus. Um, but no, typically like, I just kind of like just, end up working and watching games like just kind of leisurely but then like once like once it starts to heat up like you got to start watching with the boys like you know you get action sure. going like every game like once you get to the elite eight and you're not betting like i mean there's something wrong with you you got to at least have some kind of action like even if it's like a 25 dollar parlay with like three teams or whatever like you just gotta have some kind of action here for the action that's here for the action i live for opening weekend man that thursday through sunday i don't sleep don't sleep there's it's just too just, much it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful I'm, I'm hoping we get more dancing emojis this year with the hats uh I'm, I'm definitely pro dancing sunglass hat dudes in jerseys i'm here for that so are you are you a guy that would that would travel to go see xavier opening weekend or you stay home and just kind of rip games this year i don't think so i think i'm gonna rip games because honestly too i don't even know if they're fucking making it yet uh we'll see if we can uh yeah they're fine Oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I, I, normally I'd like to. I've been I've been to I think two or three uh, Xavier uh, NCAA tournament games. Um, but it, I think it's just fun sitting at home and just watching them on TV. I mean, it's just that's the best fucking thing in the world. Games on all day. You got three or four TVs in the crib, just fucking soaking it all up. Uh, that's, that's that's my vibe. But going going is also really. Have you been to a March Madness game before? 
Uh, I've been to a weekend before just because they hosted it here at the dunk, but 2020, oh. I had everything booked, ready to go to go to Albany, New York, and then COVID hit. So uh, I never got oh. to go. That's so been such I'm a bitch. never even thinking about going to an NCAA tournament game ever again because yeah, I don't want to start a pandemic. I'm, I will literally single handedly start a pandemic group. Damn. <laughs> the is, pandemic is. was solely my fault. Wow. You heard it here first. Yeah, JP did it. Started COVID-19. Accountability. I love it. It is special, though. I might be in the minority. Yes, yes, the pandemic. A special time in my life. I might be in the minority. I really don't have a desire to go to an NCAA tournament game. Ever? Really? Like... It's, I'm, I'm this way about the Super Bowl, too. Like, with the Bengals playing on Sunday, like, I have no desire to go to L.A. I'd much rather be packed in with a bunch of people rooting for the same team. And, yeah, that's true. And just having that type of environment rather than mm-hmm. just going to a neutral. I don't, I don't really don't want to watch a Xavier game standing next to a fucking North Carolina fan. Yeah, that's so true. That's the thing. Like, in yeah. those games, they're so high intensity. Like, you're going to be, like, losing your shit, like, literally, like, every second. So, like, you kind of want to be, like, in your own right. space for that. Definitely. It, it is special being there. But it, honestly, too, and, like, the more that, like, the TV experience just gets better and better and better, it's just hard to actually go to games as much. Yeah. Being at home watching a game is fucking amazing. The only thing no, that could top really it is if Gus Johnson came back to CBS. Oh, God. Oh, man. There would, be not, there would not be a single fan in the stands. <laughs> it would be COVID <laughs> That's all over true. again. People would not go to yeah. games, sit at home and watch. <laughs> I got Gus is calling it. I'm not going. <laughs> Gotta watch Love Gus, it. bro. Gotta watch Gus. Must watch Gus. So let's go ahead and get into the game here. We'll just start nice. off here. What, what are your thoughts on the game initially when you just look at this matchup Wednesday night at, at the where, – where's this game at? The Rock? Yeah, it's at The Rock. All right, cool, cool. So we don't have any Willard excuses, at so, least from a venue perspective. So that plays in Xavier's advantage. Yeah, dude. What, Xavier's won the last two there? Well, we also we're also used to playing in that type of on that type of arena. Oh, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. You know, it's so actually it's... funny that the last game that had fans, um, I went down to the proof for the Xavier game, and before I got to my seat, it was seventeen to two. Fuck. Good times. <laughs> that was the that was the only game we shot well. All yeah, I drew, I literally drive down, leave the house at seven thirty in the morning, and I get down to New Jersey, and it's seventeen to two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks. Thanks for showing up, man. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. But thanks, Jimmy. That's yeah. beautiful. I love you. So what do you, do you think about this game, bro? No, I mean, I think it's gonna be a good game. Um, it's pretty interesting. Like I, I think Seat Hall's kind of back on its trajectory upwards. And I agree. Xavier's kind of been like just kind of staying afloat the last couple of weeks. I mean, losing yep. to the to DePaul is as good of a uh, wake up call as you can get. Um, uh, coming from someone that, you know. That knows. I understand what it's like to lose to DePaul. <laughs> we lost to DePaul before it was cool. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it'll be a really good game. It'll be a bloodbath. Um, it sounds like Bryce Aiken's not going to play, so it'll be a lot of Paul Scruggs and Gadari Richmond, which would be really fun for fans. Just because it's like they're, they're just going to be two dudes just duking each other out because they're like both like big physical point guards. Plus, where you the hell Gadari Richmond come from? Obiagu, Syracuse. Jesus Christ. Kid can play yeah, sports. The, the Jim Beheim pipeline. I'm going to miss him when he's gone. How, how many years you got? 
Uh, he's technically a freshman because he's a freshman last year. That's what I thought, dude. He's fucking good. Yeah. Syracuse actually did something right. Yeah, they let him go. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fucking wild. That's fucking wild. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. Joe that. Girard can play. I love the Syracuse shit. That shit's hilarious. Love it. So love is it. so is Roden kind of getting back to back to form a little bit? Um, I don't know. He hasn't really been the same guy that he was in December, but Trey Jackson kind of stepped up out of nowhere. So that's a nice right. little addition to he's have. A nice, he's a nice piece, dude. He's a pretty good player. He's another guy. He's a young guy. He's a sophomore. Um, yeah, extra recruited him pretty hard. So I'm pretty familiar with his with his game, at least pretty pretty. He's familiar. a bucket, dude. He is so good. He's actually he's versatile. Yeah, he's good. He's really good. And then Obi, I think Obi Agu's super underrated from a value perspective. Dude, it's gonna be fun to watch Nunji and Obi Agu. It's the oh only time you get two seven footers in the Big East. It's literally this game. This is it. I love it. Yeah, it's gonna it's be a hell of a matchup. I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be a hell of a matchup. What does the team look like without Bryce Aiken, who's like taking ball handling duties? Uh, I mean, it's just been basically like 35 minutes of Kadar and Richmond, like just kind of soaking yep. that up. But I don't know. Jameer Harris starting to play a little bit more point. Like it's it's nice to have him because he's literally the only guy that can shoot the basketball. Seem has zero shooting outside of Bryce Aiken, so it's nice to get him in there. Um, I, I mean, Trey too. Trey too. Give us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving Steele literally the uh, ultimate scouting report here. And he uh, listens to this too. This is going so right here. Going right. No, it's gonna be like one of those we're like emailing him the audio fight. like slug fights. It's gonna be great to watch. It's gonna be I'm brutal gonna... for non fans, but great for us to watch. Absolutely. I'm gonna ask you about Travis Steele in a second, but we'll, we'll focus on the game. We got maybe two more minutes on the boring shit, and then we'll get into that. Um, so what is your, what is the Newark, New Jersey opinion? If you were just to describe what, where Xavier's at, what do you guys think about Xavier at this point in the season? Like, what are you guys expecting from us? Uh, I mean, I think Xavier's pretty much right where they should be like right in around like that, like top 25, top 20 ish range. Like, I think that's pretty much realistic for where they should be. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've had a couple of slip ups, but who doesn't throughout the season? Um, one of my favorite things to do since Travis Steele has taken over is he gets a good team, and I say, "Man, he's gonna pour, he's gonna turn this team into a bubble team, isn't he?" <laughs> and he's doing he's been doing his best effort to try so and save your team right now. So, yeah, you're not wrong. Number two, yeah, uh-huh. number two recruiting in the Big East and uh, number seven in, in rankings. I love it. <laughs> I mean, this team this team is so good. I've been literally saying it since the summer. Like, this is they're the best team in the Big East. Like roster wise, there is no one better than them. Like they should be. It sucks, dude. Our yeah. roster is loaded. <laughs> it sucks. It really is. And they have they, it's fucking like blow. They have like eight, nine guys. I know. And we're then just like not next, lucky enough. And next year we have a top fifty kid coming in, another top sixty kid coming in. We just got another top one hundred kid, and we'll probably get like I don't know six. Hey, we're we're shooting for top six in the in the conference. Oh god, it's it's brutal. Go over go over it's ten bad. and eight. I, I hate it, dude. I hate like looking at like I, I love recruiting and shit. I'm a pretty big recruiting guy. I love like looking at our recruiting, then like looking at like other big East teams recruiting, and it's just like oh, they got like a the number 130 player, like number 170 player. We just lost to him by 12. And, like just fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, I fucking. Hate I will it. say but, Tyrell Ward is a dude. He's gonna be so good, at Xavier. He's so good, dude. He's fucking. He's good at sports. Can't confirm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll probably turn him into like a uh, like a poor man's Colby Jones. I'm sure. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we got the game. I appreciate your perspective. I think we probably think something in the same range. Got kind of a Seton Hall team. I didn't expect a ton out of you guys this year. I didn't expect you to be bad. I thought you'd be middle to upper pack of the Big East. 
Um, and then I obviously saw you kick Michigan's ass on their home court. Isaiah or not Isaiah, Jared Roden turned into a fucking dude. Obviously, he hasn't been that guy lately, but holy shit, December was he a fucking dude? Good lord. Um, Mr. but December? It obviously, it looks it's yeah, Mr. December, maybe we'll see. But I think Seton Hall's definitely exceeded expectations a little bit. They've and I think that they're on the up and up as far as momentum is concerned. Xavier, not so much right now. Um, but I think it's gonna be a really, really good game, and we might as well get to predictions since that's what everyone fucking wants to hear for some goddamn reason. JP, do you want to kick it off? I'll say we're going full score. Yeah, why not? All right, I'll um, I'll say this. Like I said, this is gonna be a real gross rock fight, dog fight. Just you know, hide your sister type of game. I'm gonna go with 62 to 57 Seton Hall. Ooh, the race of 59. The race to 59, not 69 today. Nope, not today. We're on a 59. We are too broke for 69, boys. Great value, 69. Andrew or Coop, do you guys care to give a prediction? We'll, we'll, we'll call it the roll blob consensus. Who wants to do it? But, um, I'm predicting a kind of a clear sky. Um, we're, we can't really see the moon all that much, so it should be a pretty good oh, day. thank goodness. Um, Sucks. So, I bet those are good vibes for the – the moon the was X-Men. out today, by the way. Good day. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Good fucking day today, boys. Dang. Big moon podcast. Son of a bitch. Huge yeah. moon anyway, podcast. Literally. Huge. Moon of a bitch. Roll moon. Roll goddamn moon. We got three. Three on one, baby. Let's go. Andy, what's your prediction? All right. So, um, How much do the moons win by? The, the moons are gonna actually going to win Jackie by moon. six. Um, Fuck yeah. And that's, that's going to be with a late surge. By Seton Hall, and Xavier's gonna win fifty-eight to fifty-two. Imagine being the sun. Could not be me. I think Seton Nine is still alive. <laughs> I think I, I think Seton Hall wins big. To be honest, I think they win by like twelve. We see. Right. I I think the opposite. I think um, Xavier has looked pretty bad the last few games. Struggle against Butler, lose to DePaul. So naturally, it's like okay, yeah, they should probably lose to Seton Hall. They played like ass. With that being said, Xavier wins by 13. But it wouldn't surprise me if we look fucking amazing. See, here's the thing. That's, That's exactly it. It's we, so much bullshit. We are Ugh. due to not suck. We are due we, to exactly. not suck. We might – Nate Johnson might make 10 threes tomorrow. I'm not sure. Guys, no, the Miles Kale treatment. The guy I'm out of where he's going to cook me since he's starting to play good again is Zach Fremantle. Mm. Oh, Jesus. And he's a New Jersey guy. Not defend, People forget like, that. Like, fourth well at all. That's true. And, like, he could easily – 30 piece tomorrow, and it I wouldn't surprise me. I feel like New Jersey well. guys do play really well at Seton Hall. What are the he is a Jersey did? guy. That's right. Yeah, he is a Jersey guy. What are the odds we can just move the game to Rucker Park? <laughs> he would be amazing. He'd be a 99 overall if it was at Rucker Dude, speaking of, speaking of Rucker Park, um, so, like, completely off-rated, off-topic, but TBT, um, they sent the, – I don't, I'm sure, Cap, you saw this, but, like, they sent out, like, a questionnaire – and they were like, how willing would you guys be to like participating in like an outdoor venue? And then it like listed Rucker Park as one of them. How, how sick would that yeah. be if they did that? What do you it's mean? Sweet. How willing it is, am I allowed to put a number more than a hundred? Yeah. Like I was literally like me and like the other guy, like we're assistant GMing it together. I'll, it doesn't like, have chain like, What do you though. think? And I was like, dude, yes. Say yes right now. Like if they're doing that, like anywhere outdoor in New York city, like do you can't that. say yes fast enough. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. Say less, dude. say yes. That would be fucking incredible. So, are you actually helping put that together? Yeah. Are you me? Um. So it's me and um, this other kid. He ran the America's Dream Team last year. 
Um, Damn. we're essentially kind of like going at it together. We've got a whole staff in place. Nice. We've got a couple of dudes that committed to play. Um, yeah, it's pretty much all coming together, man. It's going to be sick. I think JP might be alternate universe cap. He's like low key. Like 16 or 35, Capex whatever 69. it is now. Welcome yeah. to the Capiverse. Let's go. I fucking love it, dude. That's or beautiful. maybe Cap X. He's Cap S H. Right? I, I know the guy. I know the guy that runs the zip up Twitter. I'm Captain Hallways. Not even Captain. <laughs> Captain Hallways. Captain. <laughs> the hall the pirate, dude. I'm actually I'm Jack. That, that was I'm actually Jack just by chance. <laughs> it's, it's actually Jack and Xavier. It's Jack and Xavier these days. Just so you know. Jack and Sex Xavier. Yeah, Jack and Sex Xavier. Excellent. Leveling up. Leveling up. So we've got our predictions. We've talked about the game. Are we missing anything or did we, did we cover it? We might have gotten it. I think we might have got it. Might be a podcast. I, think, I, think, I think we're going to have, uh, what's his name, um, breeding on the call tomorrow. So let, how many over under? I'll set it at one and a half for technicals tomorrow. I do love breeding. Oh, shit. Mm. I concept. haven't seen him call any of the games this week, so I'm assuming we're going to get him tomorrow. Yeah, that'll yeah, be fired. Like, wait, don't we have uh, – no, we have Raph 3 tomorrow. Yeah, we have Raph and Brando on the call. Yeah, That's amazing. Breeding – okay, yeah. I, I, think, I think it's over for sure. It's going to be insane. It's going to be a hotly contested game. How is the, how the, how have the crowds been for Seton Hall this year? They've been kind of suspect lately, but, I mean, I think a really? game like tomorrow, they'll be, they'll be back to them. Well, it was like – they had the Marquette game and like they just put like the new COVID restrictions in, like so like nobody went to that game. And then they had the Creighton game last week, but there was brutal weather. So like there wasn't really that many people at that game. But I think I don't know. It kind of sucks that it's a Wednesday night. You're, not, you're never really gonna draw right. big crowds midweek. But um, I mean I hope like tomorrow's gonna be like packed. Just give me like eight, nine thousand at least. Bet. The powers that be were trying to ensure that we could get a road kill. JP coming all the way to Cintas. They were trying to make sure that could happen. Pretty much. I mean, seriously, the last three, two, three years, the last three years, Seton Hall's road killed, right? It was, we didn't have a return game last year at, at Newark. Yeah, facts. So it's it's only right, technically. It really is. It really is. No, it's, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. I feel like Xavier Seton Hall is always, always a banger, for sure. Always. We've always kind of like all like, we've like morphed into like the same program now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we're just like kind of like in the same place, like jostling, like, like who's gonna be like you know? See, you know, like, I gotta give it like to literally, you guys are, yeah. Pirate and musketeer like sword fighting must be like it has to be that. Wait, we so have a mascot fight. I'm gonna just, see if I get the mascot costume and I'm gonna fight the musketeer. That would be <laughs> that'd be perfect. I'll, I'll <laughs> talk to Mario. We'll see if we can get that set up. It. That'd be sick, dude. I heard Mario the blob's gonna finishing. Yet. We're not far, though. JP and I were talking about this the other night, DMs. Like, we're not far away, though, from these schools having to cater their Twitter fan bases. Because it's gotten oh, yeah. so fucking big. Yeah. Like, we're not far from them having to do this dumb bullshit just to make us happy. <laughs> That's true. I mean, That's you already like, see, like, some schools are doing it, like UConn. Like, yeah. UConn Twitter is, like, they influence UConn more than literally donors. I mean, in, in what year like, – We're it's a beautiful time to be alive. I don't want to hear one bitch about anything because, like, we literally have a guy who calls Big East games talking about being horny in a, in a group chat. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, what a time to be alive. Frankie guy. fucking Fanta. Frankie like, fucking Who's Fanta, horny? Dude. 
Like, bro. Literally, it's... literally, the voice of the Big East said, yes, I will come to wherever and uh, host the uh, hot dog eating contest for the July. <laughs> it's, be- it's beautiful, bro. It's beautiful. He's just such a cool dude. Like, he's just the best. Like, I'm like, you can't not like John Fanta. Like, he's just, like, too much of a likable guy. Way too much. And he's just one of the boys, dude. You know, he's a young yeah. cat, too, dude. For him to be as successful as he is this young is honestly really impressive. It's going to be crazy, like, 20 years from now, like, when Fanta is, like, the, like, guy of college sports. And, like, you're, like, mm-hmm. telling your kids, like, I was in a group chat with that guy before, you know, like, <laughs> right. yes, he was guy used to talk about being horny. <laughs> he told me and 60 of my horniest friends that he was horny. <laughs> God, good days, dude. You knew him, Grandpa? Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, so <laughs> that's my fucking boy. We were, we were horny on the internet together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good times, man. Good fucking times. And I think we got plenty of good times in our, in our path. Where I think HVET's going to be fucking legendary. We're going to do some crazy shit in New York one of these days, bro. We got all the good shit in front of us. Facts. As one of the founders on the Mount Rushmore of fucking HVET, I fucking salute you. Dude, it's, it's kind of crazy like how that just kind of happened. Like one day, just like open Twitter and I was just like this group chat and it's just like going off and like it was like sleeveless Andy and like Bluff just like going at it about yep. nonsense, legit nonsense. <laughs> we weren't even like talking about basketball and I was like, oh, all right. So this is what Twitter is. <laughs> I get it. This now. is what college basketball Twitter is. Okay. All right. I would like to see any conference go at us. Like who's got it better than us? I don't think that there's like any like, conference that has a twitter fan base like we do i'm i would bet money on that it's it's like big 10 come on get out they all hate each other they all just um yeah they they, the lame shit talk and um we have okay your team's lucky as fuck fuck off yeah (laughs) i love it well i don't know if we have anything else unless you do jp nah nothing really you know i'm just kind of shooting the shit dude Dude, speaking of shooting the shit, I'm, like, literally shooting the shit as we speak. Oh, man. Bro's got to shoot it. Bro, got to shoot it, bro. Got to fucking send it. Got to rip one. Have to. For the kids. The boys. That's why you're using it. <laughs> bro's just running down the hallway just farting right now. Running down the seat in the hallway. Now he's seating. Yes. He's sitting, I mean, shitting. Yes. yes. This is a normal occurrence. <laughs> Does he want us to hype him up or, like, root him on? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I need some fucking chance or some shit. Oh, dude, we're full go. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listeners that have stayed tuned to the very end, this is uh, Cap Pooping. Um, with that being said, we'd like to thank you for your overwhelming support and listening to us. Um, we can't thank you enough. Please donate so we can quit our jobs. Nothing more satisfying than the end of the pod shit.